Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. We welcome all of our listeners around the world. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, your host for Love Light, and I'm thrilled for you to join us live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes to inspire a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have an amazing guest on our show today. Ignite your purpose with passion. Be the best you. But before we jump in, let's center ourselves in a love light meditation to tune in to the present moment. So let's quiet our minds, close your eyes, and we'll take three slow, deep cleansing breaths on the count of three. One, inhale, exhale. Two, inhale, exhale. And three, inhale, exhale. Continue breathing at your regular pace. Imagine a big cloud of vibrant white light. Immerse yourself in this energy and see yourself glow. Feel the energy of love, peace, and joy. This is who you really are the source of love within. Take a moment to bathe in this calming, healing energy of pure divine love. Commit to being light. Now focus on your heart. Love lives here. Gently whisper, I am worthy. I am light. I am love. On the count of three, bring your attention back. One, two, three. And we say thank you and so it is. And revisit this place as often as you like to remind you of the shining light within. I believe we all search for our true passion and purpose that is unique for each of us. Our passion and purpose can be expressed in extraordinary and ordinary things that we do in our daily lives. Passion is about emotions, the innate motivation that drives us and what makes us feel good to do what we really love. Purpose is the reason or the why behind what we do, primarily for others, do what contributes. And I contend that we cannot help others without helping ourselves. Ultimately, we have a desire to feel good by what we contribute in service to humanity. And let love and kindness be the motivation behind what you do. And as Drummond quotes, as you look upon your life, the moments when you really lived are the moments when you've done things in the spirit of love. I just love that. Our show today, Ignite Your Purpose with Passion and Be the Best You. We have an amazing guest, Patty Graham. She's the author of 
quiet women never change history. Be strong, stand up, and stand out. She is a passionate expert trainer, coach, inspirational speaker. She has over 25 years experience as a senior woman leader in male-dominated industries with global Fortune 100 companies, including Microsoft, Johnson & Johnson, and she has her own business. Her mission is to empower women and girls to be the best that they can be in any endeavor they choose. She's an educating and empowering coach, and she works with people around the world to be great leaders, developing rock star teams and fast track businesses. Wow. Patty, welcome to our show today. <laughs> welcome Jean, to our show. <laughs> Jane, I love your opening meditation. Uh, I love your intro because we have so much in common in terms of our thoughts and philosophies and um, I, I literally was taking notes. I mean, we, we could be sisters from another mother. <laughs> I, I know when we were uh, talking, I think previously, uh, a couple of times previously, we, we yes. shared some things. And even as I went back through your work, I was like, wow, you know, it's oh. like you can fit yourself in, into, you know, the, the same types of uh, challenges and how you overcome. So I am so delighted to for you to join us today. Tell us a little bit about your background and, you know, what inspired your work? in this area of being the passionate expert trainer? Well, you know, what's interesting is I have had this passion for women and girls way back to my banking days, even before Microsoft. I was actually one of the youngest female vice presidents, vice presidents for a major California bank at age 28. And um, back then, and this was back in the early 90s, I'm going to say. So that was a long time ago, girl. Yes, but hey, it set the foundation for where you are. (laughs) Yeah, I started doing these conferences. We didn't call them empowerment conferences, but I started, this was in the days when banks were closed on Saturday. So I would pay the women, mostly, it was mostly women, there were a few men, to come in on a Saturday for a half-day motivational hired, you know, hired outside speakers, you know, all these people I paid lots of money to be speakers at to really get people to understand how important it is to be self-motivated and self-love and, you know, how to let the light shine within you and just be the best you because everybody else is taken. So it started way back then. And after doing it for a couple of times, people said, well, why don't you be the speaker? And so I ended up taking the money I would have spent on these outside speakers and I gave it away in prizes to people, you know, uh, nights out, dinners, vacations, uh, all kinds of different gifts I would give to people, gift cards, things they could use. And so um, that kind of started way back then. How generous. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, so generous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> you I were really thought, before your time, but carry on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, left, I left the bank and started my own company the first time, and I was doing a lot of leadership development, management work, motivation work for com- big companies, LA Times, Mattel Toys, uh, total performance, big companies all all over the country, all over the world, as a matter of fact. And then in 1998, I got hired by Microsoft, and I landed my dream job. I was in their global enterprise team and had an amazing career with them. I was there for 15 years, and I had 14 amazing years. But I had one year when I went from rock star to rock bottom and literally uh, was so low, I found myself you know, in my bathroom floor in a combination of tears and sweat trying to get the energy to get up to go to work that day to the job that I loved. And so I had to find myself again. So that's sort of started this next quest and sort of my work in my book and everything of interviewing and going through all the process of finding what it is. So I've had this passion for a really long time and it just gets more intense over time. 
Mm, that is so powerful. And, you know, I love that you shared how, you know, you have your own challenges because sometimes we're so, you know, uh, powered up and serving and helping and being generous. And, you know, sometimes we perhaps fail to keep our cups filled trying to help others keep their cup filled. So, yeah, you know, yeah. hitting hitting that bottom, I can attest to that uh, because, you know, you you really try your best to motivate and you're so generous in how you empowered others and generous in your resources to help people, you know, really not become burnt out. And then here you have to really, you know, practice what you teach and preach. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because in that moment, what I really realized is I because you can't pour from an empty teacup. Yes. Right. You that can't so you true. can't recharge a car's dead battery if your battery is exactly. dead. And so I had given up on me. I was trying to be somebody else. I wasn't trying to be the best me. I was trying to be the best version of what other people thought I should be. And I was giving and giving and giving. And I was always known as, you know, positive Patty, passionate Patty. I was called the Energizer Bunny. And all of a sudden I find myself, I'm a depressed Energizer Bunny. Um, and it's because I had given up my self-love, my self-worth in the name of trying to be that team player, that giver, that gave, I just gave too much and I had to find myself again. And that's really what drives me to do what I do today. I don't want other women to go through what I did or what you went through. And if they can catch themselves sooner or avoid the kind of fall I had altogether, then I've accomplished my mission in life. I love that. It is said that we teach what we need to learn. So oh. <laughs> I can I can attest to that. Every time I'm writing or, or putting together an article or writing my books, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're you're trying to get there, you know, because we, uh, you know, people may look us look at us and say, wow, you know, you you have it together, you know, you're you're doing this, you're doing that. I'm like, hey, every moment is a an opportunity <laughs> to begin again because we are human beings and we get tired, we get burnt out. And, you know, I, like you, I have to watch myself and become more aware, you know, of how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, you know, what am I doing to bring myself back to my own center so that I can, I love your words about recharging. That is so necessary to power up and keep yourself recharged. And guess what? We can't you know, hook on to somebody else's battery to recharge. <laughs> we have to, you know, yeah. do it ourselves. Yeah, and I think you could look look at the most famous people in the world that maybe you admire, whether it be an author or a movie star or a sports star or a musician or somebody that you really admire. And I want to tell you probably deep down inside, they have some of the same insecurities and self-doubt that you do. I mean, yes. yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is great. You know, I, I know you teach women and girls to thrive, to be confident, to find their path to success, showing them how to be bold, brave, and brilliant. Do you work with other people as well, males or I know, do. other? Okay. All right. Just I do. I do a lot of work around leadership in general. Uh, recently, okay. I've been doing a lot of work around the four, C, the four uh, R's every leader needs to know to, to thrive in the new, not the new normal, the new. There is no normal, right? Yes. Yes. This world has completely changed. And I do a lot of work also because we need men as allies. Women need yes. men as allies. They actually yes. had a research study that showed that women who had at least one male mentor in their career earned 13% more than women that only had female mentors. 
right? Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. need we need men as allies. So I do a, a number of workshops and things about how to be a great leader. Uh, team. I do a lot of team building workshops, either remotely or in person when we can be in person again. So I do a lot of team building workshops about how we can value the diversity and the differences in people, uh, di- different styles, whether I use DISC or Strength Finder or any of the popular you know, style instruments that are out there. I do a lot of team building around that because we need a workplace that's inclusive for all. And a lot of what I do, the work I do with women also apply to people of color. Yes, I was going to ask you about that in terms of, and, and I can't wait to hear about your research, but being inclusive, looking at, you know, every aspect of humanity in terms of, you know, helping people become more empowered and teaching these skills because we're all, as they say, in this together. And, you know, we have to be our allies for each other. And I love the the balance, you know, I love to see diversity and I've traveled around the world and had an opportunity mm-hmm. to live it with other cultures and, you know, yep. work with other people. And to me, that is so empowering and it, it stretches your skills to learn more and learn more about the language and the culture and things yep. like that. And I love that. I, I, I really don't like to just be in places where, you know, you just see yourself everywhere you go. I think we can grow yep. and stretch and expand when we open ourselves up to being around others and serving others. So that teamwork is so important. I had the opportunity when I worked for Microsoft to take an international assignment and lived in Singapore for three years and managed Mm -hmm. their Asia Pacific customer service uh, enterprise team for three years. And so I'd always had international roles with Microsoft and traveled all over the world like you. But I actually had a chance to go live in Singapore at age 50. My husband and I packed, we sent our son off to college we packed up everything and we had four weeks to pack the house and moved to a foreign country. Uh, and he didn't even have a passport at the time, right? He had to get a passport in order to go with me to live in Singapore. So, mm, yes. um, but what an experience. Um, yes. What an experience just to see the world and the differences of people. And really in today, in today's business world, sameness is the kiss of death. Yes. So if, if you look around your company and you all look the same, sound the same, make yes. the same decisions, came even from the same university, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. It's a right. kiss of death. Yeah, yeah, because you're in, you're kind of in that box, you know, and yeah. uh, everyone has the same kind of perception or outlook or whatever, and you really can't just grow and expand. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm so happy that you're sharing that. And I want to touch on something that we talked about before, uh, from perfectionism to performance. And I wanted to just share, uh, even in terms of my uh, experience, you know, I struggle with the whole aspect of self-worth under the veil of perfectionism. I thought that my worth uh, was based on, you know, the perception of how others perceived me, you know, Uh my sense of perfectionism, which is one reason why I burn out. And I had to really, you know, look at my own worthiness, yeah, which is our divine right. And as Amy Lamott says, perfectionism is the voice of the oppressor. It's really self-abusive because you're really, yes. you know, you're reaching for something that you can't attain. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad mm-hmm. you brought that up. And I love that little quote. Of, and we'll have to continue this after the break. I know we have a break of coming course. up, but mm-hmm. I want to start with just the definition of perfectionism and why it's so damaging. So def- perfectionism is a personality trait characterized by overly high unrealistic expectations Mm. with being overly self-critical and caring too much about what other people think. Wow. 
that sounds like how I unrealistic and you're caring. You're just over giving over, you know, till you just burn out. That's yeah. a great definition. I love that. Yeah, and I think it, if we talk about what holds women back, it's that perfectionism that leads to the imposter syndrome. That leads to uh, women won't apply for a job if they ha- if they see a job posting or a new job in their in their company, or they see a new job on Indeed or any one of these job sites, and they see it has ten characteristics. The research shows most women will see those those job characteristics. They'll have eight or nine of them and will not apply. The man will see the same job and have four or five of those will apply and get the job. So I want women to go for it. I want you to, you know, we'll talk about this when we get back mm-hmm. from the break, mm-hmm. but to really understand that nobody is perfect. Yes. And that when you try and be perfect, you end up harming yourself emotionally, physically, your self-love, your light doesn't shine through. Um, it is so damaging to people and it really is what holds most women back. We don't go for that big job. Because we're afraid. We don't go for that big job where we're managing the business and a profit and loss statement. We go for the safe job. We might go into HR or marketing or operations or something that's more safe, that doesn't have the high risk factors. We need to go for those jobs to really crack, smash, destroy that glass ceiling that is still there that we can talk about after the break. But um, it's it's so important that women get rid of that idea of perfectionism and focus on their strengths, which is the first principle in my book and my research. Oh, wow. Uh, that's, that's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, I think uh, even in, in the midst of our current challenge with people losing jobs or whatever, you know, now is a, it's really an opportunity to kind of relook at yourself, your skills and what you have oh. to offer. So this is a prime time to really look at these things. And our topic is so timely. I'm really excited about you being here today. So I think it's just about time for us to take a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more from Patty Graham on uh, Ignite Your Purpose with Passion and Be the Best You. Don't go away. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community. And tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. 
Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, you've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with our amazing guest, Patty Graham. She's a passionate expert trainer coach, uh, author on Ignite Your Purpose with Passion and Be the Best You. And Patty, you know, you in your book, uh, in your work, you teach people how to be strong, stand up, stand out, stand up for yourself, which is highlighted in your book. Mm-hmm. And um, one, I, I just wanted to share uh, kind of a personal experience that I had throughout my, uh, through my uh, work uh, career uh, by being a minority, you know, I paid a price for standing up. Uh, uh, I remember uh, in one work situation, uh, I uh, my uh, boss gave me poor evaluations and even transferred me to a stricter, <laughs> a more stricter boss who could put me in line. Uh, but I, because I was so unruly in terms of just conforming and not standing up and staying in that box. But it, it really didn't work for me. And I left to pursue my PhD. So, you know, <laughs> I, you know, being unruly, you know, it, it, and it's not it, uh, being um, out of the realm of what's normal. It's really just kind of being more empowered and standing up, making your voice known, you know, to make your work environment better and for uh, the betterment of others as well or to do your work you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, very well. So I paid a price with that. And of course, uh, you know, it's probably not the only uh, 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 thing that transpired, but, you know, I've had great experiences and some really taught me, you know, not to shut down my voice, even though at one point I did and I suffered for that uh, because it didn't work for me. So, you know, being unruly, <laughs> what's your take <laughs> on that as you, as you try to, you know, claim your power and make yourself, your voice heard? 
Well, it's interesting. I, I, I was sharing that I was once told by one boss I was unmanageable, and I said thank you, which I think took him by <laughs> surprise. Um, but yet he said, no matter what I say, you're going to eventually do what you want to do anyway. So, you know, being strong and standing up isn't about being bitchy, bossy, right. obnoxious, aggressive right. person. It's about being assertive and standing up for yourself. And when you look up the words and the definitions of being aggressive, it's all very warlike. It's attack. It's it's win. I win. You lose. When you look up the word assertive, it's about standing up for your ideas and beliefs and being able to stand firm in that and be able to use your voice. We need women's voices more than ever. And it's one of the one of the five principles we'll talk about in a few minutes. But it's really about standing up and standing in your own light. You know, this is your time to shine. This is our time for women to shine. Um, If you go back from a business perspective, companies, research shows companies that have more women leaders in senior roles making decisions, the the more profitable the company is, they have higher revenues, they have higher employee engagement and higher customer loyalty. And those are key business metrics. So we need your voice, women and people of color or people of any sort of different group who feel like they're not being heard. We need that voice. Um, I had a similar experience to you when I was trying to be somebody else. I was trying to fit into that box and be the, you know, the round peg in the square hole or the square peg in the round hole, whichever everyone is, is correct. And I was trying to be that person. And I had a boss who came to me and said, Patty, stop. We didn't hire you to be like all those other people. We hired you to be you. Mm. And thank goodness I got those words of advice. And I don't let people try and put me in those boxes anymore. Uh, and we all fall into that. I left, I left one big bank because I was put in a box and went to another big bank uh, where I was able to start, thrive and do what I needed to do to fit within my own frame. Yeah, not somebody th- else's frame of me. Yeah, I think it, that lays the groundwork for your passion and purpose, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> to oh, find yeah. your way. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And, and even that the, the thought about be, feeling valued and self-love and self-worth, self-care. Uh, uh, sometimes people don't feel valued at work, you know, and that takes its toll in terms of how you perceive yourself. And if you're looking for the outside approval from others uh, uh, in terms of how you see yourself as being valuable and worthy, you know, that's going to put you at a a great disadvantage. So do you have any practices for uh, self-love and self-worth that you would like to share? And I want to get into your research. I think uh, which one would you like to maybe uh, do first? I know you've spent years interviewing over, what, 3,200 people? What makes a confident and empowering woman leader. Yeah, Uh, yeah. uh, Maybe we'll get into that because that may segue into, you know, our talk about self-worth, self-love, and, you know, your thoughts on what makes people feel valued. Yeah, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. And so Mm -hmm. what I found in interviewing all these people and how I got to that many people is I would interview, for example, Dr. G, and you would say, oh, you need to go interview this person, this person, this person. And so it just kept going. It was so motivating and I asked, what makes a great woman leader? Is there a difference between a great woman, great man leader? If so, what? And then I collected all these best practices that turned into my five ways that are in the book, detailed in the book, 
five ways with exercises and things. We'll walk through a few of them now um, that you can do to get into those things that really relate to your self-worth and self-love and being able to be who you are and stand up for yourself. So, um, and the interesting thing I found out that men and women leader have some of the similar characteristics when you look at the top 10, it's the order that's different. Men are seen as strategic thinkers, quick decision makers, uh, impacting the business. Women are seen as collaborators, uh, more team-based, developing of people. They have those other skills. It's just many women lead with the collaboration versus the competing mode that happens with many men. So what I found out after I collected all this research uh, was I found there are five things that the successful, confident, empowered women leaders have since we're on the empowerment channel and we're talking about love and self-love, it all falls sort of together. The first one is be strong. And in order to be strong, you need to be able to play to your strengths and figure out what your strengths are. I have a fun way of doing it that I do on some of my workshops and webinars using four birds, but you can also go take a DISC, capital D, small I-S-C, profile for free that tells you what your strengths are, what your what your primary strengths are and what your backup strengths are. You can get a book by Marcus Buckingham on Strength Finder. Myers-Briggs was probably one of the first big foundations of personal style instruments because that's really your strengths. That's like we're born, most people are born left-handed or right-handed. If I ask you to write your name three times with your dominant hand, say it's your right hand, it's easy. You don't have to think about it. It's it's comfortable. It's you don't even it's just it's your peak performance zone. It's easy. If I ask you to take that pin and put it in your opposite hand, it's going to be hard and stressful and you're going to try and struggle of how to even hold the pin. So you can do all of these things in your strength profile, but you just have to, uh, you have a, a preference for one versus the other, like being left or right handed. And so I give people four birds, an owl, an eagle, a peacock, and a dove. So eagle, peacock, dove, and owl. And I say, which one, if you think about those birds in nature, best represents you? And people who are eager, are eagles going to be assertive, quick to the point. They're direct and task-focused. People that are peacocks are creative and innovative and spontaneous. They're still direct, but they're more people-focused. Your dove is the caring, indirect, team player, uh, person that you come to for confidence and advice. And your owl is your organize your your structured person that likes things in order you know a friend of mine ordered has her spice rack in alphabetical order my spice (laughs) rack is in chaos because i'm an i'm an eagle peacock or peacock eagle depending on the day so find your strengths and then find jobs and careers that fit those strengths because the companies and the jobs you take need to fit who you are when you work in that peak performance zone you perform better you have less stress you're happier at the end of the day. You don't go home feeling like you've had a terrible day. When you work outside your strength zone, um, you can do it. It just takes longer. You might procrastinate. I had to schedule time to do detail work like expense reports or any kind of detail work first thing in the morning because I'm a morning person so I could be energized and be able to do it when I had my peak energy. So that's the first one. The second one is about standing up. And this really gets to what is your purpose and what is your center? In order to stand up, you need something to stand on. You need a personal vision statement. A vision board is great, but you need a vision statement that you use to make career and life decisions. Is this the right time to take that next job? 
is this the right time to maybe scale back on your career because you're balancing taking care of the kids and homeschooling and having the whole family in the house 24 by 7? Uh, is this the time to go for that next promotion or leave the company? But you need to have a personal vision to do that. And in the book, I outline it. And I have a free gift for people. If they email me, I'll send them a guide how to write their personal vision. Um, but what I could do is give you a quick exercise now. So I, sure, want you to, I want you to imagine that in five years, you're on your favorite show. Now, when I wrote the book, my favorite show was The Oprah Show. Now it's probably The Ellen Show because Oprah's not on the air but has her own entire TV channel. So I want you to imagine you're sitting on that favorite show. So I'm sitting on The Oprah Show. And I'm surrounded by my friends and family. I'm surrounded by my bosses. I'm surrounded by my peers and people that have worked for me. And I close my eyes and I imagine the words they're saying about me. She made a difference. She's passionate. She's driven. She develops people. She wants to empower people to be the best they can be. And I want you to do this over a course of a couple of days. So, so go, go take your time like your meditation time. Close your eyes. Imagine you're sitting on that couch. And what are people saying about you? And write down all these words and then make it into a statement. My short vision statement is to make a difference. And every job, every interview I do, every presentation or conference I speak at, companies I work for have to pass, can I make a difference here or not? And if not, I pass on it. I go on to something else. So it's really about creating that. That is your center. That's your purpose. When I got off track, when I went from rock star to rock bottom, what brought me back was failing forward with my vision and realizing that I was not making a difference for me or people around me. And so that really brought me back. That really brought me back. Okay, number three, this first couple of the longest ones. Number three is about standing out. I want women to be visible, to be valuable, and to be vocal. So once you know your strengths and you have your vision, I want you to become so valuable in your craft that you're irreplaceable and you're so strong and so confident because you know what you're talking about. Confidence shows in your body language and how you hold yourself. So if you stand with your head up, shoulders, head over your shoulders, with your ears over your shoulders and you stand straight and stand up and use those power poses where you stand with your hips on your, your hands on your hips and your feet hip width apart and you say, I am bold, brave and brilliant. But I want you to become so valuable in your craft that your confidence goes up. When somebody asks you the question, you're the answer person. I want you to be that valuable individual and be more vocal and be more visible. So stand up, take time, be the kind of person you want to be. Be willing to say and learn to say, I did it. Most women, when they get a compliment, will say, oh, I, I could have done better. Learn yeah. to just say thank you. And the, the second thing is that many times we get a compliment and we'll say something like, oh, it was my team. I want women to get comfortable saying my team and I did this or I gathered my team and we did this. So that's what uh, the next one is. Uh, put yourself number one on your things to do list. Eat, pray, love, take care of yourself, garden, bake. Um, I live in Palm Springs area. When the uh, in February March timeframe at the start of COVID, that you could not find flour or yeast anywhere at any grocery store, any specialty store, anywhere in the entire valley, because everybody was baking. So do things that bring you love and joy, the self worth, and and the things that whether it be gardening or playing music or sports or baking, 
Do things that bring you joy and take time for yourself. Put yourself number one on your things to do list. You can't give away what you don't own. If you don't have self-worth, you can't pass that on to your children or your team people that work for you or your family members. And the final one is pay it forward. I want women to collaborate, not compete, support, not sabotage. So when another woman says something in a, a Zoom meeting today or a regular meeting and it doesn't get heard, I want you to say something like, wait a minute. Dr. Jean brought up a perfect point. I think we need to talk about this. Can you say that again, Jean? So we're standing up for each other. We're paying it forward, and we're going to leave the world a better place for our children and our grandchildren and their children. And so that's the five principles in the book. It's outlined with exercises and activities. Um, and I speak on this all the time. I do workshops and webinars. Uh, and I include men. Men are invited, too, because we need them as allies. Those are great strategies. I, I, I think we all can benefit from all five of those. They are excellent. How to stand in your power and own your power and really to achieve that balance also, like you said, even though you're, you're, you know, you're doing these things at work and you're standing in your power, it's still that softer side of you where you're doing your baking and yep, <laughs> doing the yep. things that you enjoy, listening to music or whatever. And I love the fact that you brought up this whole issue of competition. You know, I found that so much in the workplace. You know, it's like, gosh, you know, you should compete with yourself, not the other fellow. Exactly. You know, and as you indicated, be uh, continue to grow in your expertise. Continue yeah. to find the resources, uh, the knowledge to make you better and stronger and to be an expert in your field. And I just love what you said about helping to boost others. You know, if, if yeah. someone's opinion has been shared and it's bypassed and you've felt that it was a great thought or empowering strategy, you know, acknowledge that, uh, yeah. you know, instead of yeah. trying to, okay, they didn't pay any attention or that's good. Let me try to, you know, overshadow that person or yep. try to yep. stand out. So this whole issue about standing out and standing up, let's not misconstrue that, right? Right. <laughs> it's not right. about and overstepping, overpowering yeah. the next fella, right? Yeah. Any strength to an extreme becomes a weakness. So any strength to an extreme becomes a weakness. When you're too assertive, you become aggressive. When yes. you're too analytical, you get into analysis paralysis. When you're too caring, you can't make business, tough business decisions. When you're too creative, you come off as being flighty. So I want women to really get comfortable saying, this is my time. This is my time to shine, and I am worth everything and every minute I invest in myself. If you if took a, a scale and put all the time you invest in everybody else, compare that to how much time you invest in yourself, I'm going to say most women's scales are completely askew. You are correct. You know, uh, feeling more compelled to take care of others and that you are measured by your husband, your families, your significant other or whatever, but, you know, you're not keeping your cup filled. So I love yep. what you're saying. It's so empowering. I think it's time for us to take a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more on Ignite Your Purpose with Passion and Be the Best You with our amazing guest, Patty Graham, author passionate expert trainer coach trainer what and speak so much <laughs> and so much more okay we'll be right back
Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to become more energized, ignite your spark, and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light. I'm your host, Dr. Gene Marie Farish. And if you're just joining us, we're with an amazing guest, Patty Graham on Ignite Your purpose with passion and be the best you. Patty is our passionate expert trainer, coach, author. She is so amazing and she really rocked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Patty, you know, uh, thank you for sharing those uh, tips in our last segment, but I like to really talk about authenticity because that's so important to me in terms of the authentic self-expression, not being someone else. I think you alluded to this in the first segment about how we try to box ourselves in or fit in or be someone that we are not. And uh, uh, you talked about, you speak about the imposter syndrome. Can you share more about that and how it impacts, uh, you know, not only women, but other people as well? 
Yeah, I, I'd love to, Gina. By the way, uh, back at you when it comes to your rocks. I don't get hey, that. We could, we, could be, we could be, we could be, we could be sisters <laughs> hey, for different mothers. We share great. so much in common. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Darn COVID, we can't meet face to face. Wouldn't that I be know. nice? Hey, we're still virtual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think, I know one day we will. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the number one thing that does hold many women back, and I'm going to say that 80% of women suffer from lack of confidence and imposter syndrome, where only 40% men seem to have this similar characteristic personality trait. As I said before, you know, it, it's the striving to be perfect. And it starts when we're young. Girls are raised to be, you know, sugar and spice and everything nice. Be the good girl. Go to the good school. Get the good grades. Have the good friends. If I got a, a A- minus or a B in school, it was a tragedy in my household. If my brother got a D or a C, it was a celebration. So it comes from sometimes that imposter syndrome comes from how we're raised and always trying to be perfect. And in the back of our head, whatever we're doing, sometimes we're thinking, I'm not good enough. Yes. When I took that job for Microsoft, running a big division through all of Asia and moved to Singapore, the first day I worked at, walked into that corporate headquarter building in downtown Singapore, I'm thinking, am I good enough? I'm thinking, who have I fooled to get this job? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And after, you know, after a short time kind of getting my feet wet and my, my grounding, I realized they hired me to be who I am because of the strengths that I have. Let's face it, nobody's perfect. You could, you could look at the most beautiful person, man, woman, or child on the, on the earth, and they are not perfect. They have some fatal flaw. And the thing about being authentic and a lot of the amazing work by people like Dr. Brene Brown, um, if you haven't seen her YouTube videos or she had a Netflix special on being an authentic, true leader, it's about being who you are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I tell people, be the best you. Everybody else is taken. Yes. You can't be. If you see somebody you admire, admire them and take those characteristics and make them fit you. It's like buying a pair of jeans, right? I'm five foot three. I can find a pair of jeans that fits my waist perfectly sometimes, might fit my hips sometimes, but they're four inches too long. So I have to tailor them to me. So think about being the best you, like buying the best fitting pair of jeans that you absolutely love. And it's your time. It's your time to shine in the areas where you can shine and let go of that other stuff. Find yes. people around you who have strengths that you don't. And learn to be authentic and laugh about it. I make a joke when I'm doing presentations because I'm not a detailed person. I will tell the audience, if you find a typo in my slides, even though I've proofed them a hundred times, I'll give you a prize. I'll give you a copy of my book for free. Mm, yes. And I make a joke about it. Um, so it's about being, being the real you and yes. taking time to find the real you. Write that personal vision statement. Figure out what your strengths are and go play to those strengths because you're going to be happier and everybody around you will be happier too. You know, I love that. Play to your strengths and also look at the qualities or traits that you admire in others. And uh, I see that as so empowering because it's like, hey, I love how you did that. I love, you know, this particular quality that you have. And, you know, I really admire that. Not that I want to be like you, but I want to develop myself more and perhaps integrate that into a quality that I would like to have to be my best self. 
I've seen it happen with senior executives at Microsoft that uh, one senior executive left and another one came in to take over the division. And that second person tried to be like the first one. (laughs) And it was so miserable. It was a disaster. And people didn't believe him. They thought, I mean, there's actually research that says that leaders that appear too perfect aren't trusted because they're seen as aloof and not authentic. And so authenticity is so important. Yes, I love that. I love that. Tell us about your resources, classes. I know when we talked before, you were doing a workshop with, I think, 50 girls. Yep. (laughs) yep. Leadership workshop. So tell us about your classes, workshops, resources. uh, Yeah. So we can stay in touch and keep connecting. Let our listeners continue to connect with you. Yeah. So uh, the Saturday before the COVID shutdown in California, where I live, I did a workshop with 50 girls from uh, juniors and seniors in high school from the east part of the uh, Coachella Valley, which is primarily Hispanic. 99% of people are Hispanic. And so we did this amazing women kicking glass, and I did my five ways to be an empowered woman leader. They they figured out whether they were an eagle, an owl, a dove, or a peacock. We had a fun exercise. We had them standing up with their hands on their hips and their head up and their ears over their shoulders, screaming, I am bold, brave, and brilliant in this classroom. Uh, we had them write their personal vision statement. We had them figure out how they could pay it forward. It was the, And there were some moms and one dad there. There was one dad taking pictures. And it was so amazing and so much fun. So I do workshops, webinars uh, within companies. I, if you've got an employee resource group, I can do workshops and webinars for your women. Also for men about how to be a great ally. I do leadership training. I speak at conferences. Um, I do a lot of virtual conferences right now. I recently spoke... Um, to the Women in Technology International Virtual Summit. I've got a few more coming up, um, but I do lots of customized workshops for women, and but also for men as well on leadership and coaching. And like I said, I do a lot of team building workshops, which are a lot of fun. Um, so those are some of the things that I do, but speaking, if you've got a women's association or a conference, or you want somebody to be a speaker, um, I do that as well. So do you work with people individually or mainly yeah. as groups? Okay, yeah, great. I do, great. I do, I do individual coaching. If people want to reach out to me, I do individual coaching. I have some coaching packages. I usually do the first fifteen minutes for free, so that's one of my offers. If you email okay, me, let's let's go ahead and share yeah. that. Here. Yeah, if you if you email me at pattygrim at live dot com, and that's p a t t i e g r i m m at l i v e dot com. <laughs> I'll do two things. One, I can send you some information if you're interested in some coaching, whether it be one session or 10 sessions. Um, I'll send you a PDF guide of how to write your personal vision. And um, the other special offer I have is my book, Quiet Women Never Change History, Be Strong, Stand Up, Stand Out, is on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. If you're in the U.S., I have a special offer for you. You can get the book for only $10.00. That includes $200 in free bonuses and free shipping and handling. If you're outside the U.S., you can still get the book and the bonuses. It's just the shipping and handling. You'll need to cover the shipping and handling. It's too much to send books to Ireland or Australia or Canada or those places. So you still can get the special offer. Um, You can either email me or you can go to www.womenkickingglass.com forward slash book. B-O-O-K. So womenkickingglass.com forward slash book. I love that. That, <laughs> that is just so amazing. I love the fact that you are you really are paying it forward. So you really live what you teach. 
And Patty, I am so grateful for you to join me today on Love Light with your empowering message to help us be the rock star. You're showing us how you are the rock star and showing us how to do the same. So thanks for joining me today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. As Even in the intro, as you were talking, I was taking notes about purpose and center and you know, love light. And like I keep saying, this is your time. I want women to get comfortable saying this is my time and this is my time to shine because you've yes. earned it. Yes, yes. And, you know, even though many feel like, wow, what can I do now? Maybe I've lost my job. It's time to rediscover who you really are. Uh, uh, Connect uh, with resources. uh, Tap into what Patty has to offer here and you can find your way really back to yourself, even in the midst of this challenge that that we are experiencing. So thank you so much, Patty. Anything else that you want to share before we close out? Well, as you said, it's the perfect time for people to really reflect. Am I in the right place? Am I doing what I love? Do I find joy in what I'm doing? Uh, It's really an important time to do that. And I really do want women to to get comfortable saying, this is my time. This is my time to shine so that we can be bold, brave, and brilliant. And we're serving for the good of the whole. So thank you so much. So today, yeah, thank you, Patty. (laughs) So today we've really been inspired and encouraged with these empowering empowering messages from Patty Graham. Please connect with her and take advantage of her generous offer. Be strong, stand up, be more valuable, put yourself first, care for yourself, pay it forward. That is so empowering. Tune in next week with our guest, Shelly Wilson. Journey into the holiday season with ease and peace. And we need a lot of that right now. <laughs> we need I, I need to listen to that I one. I love that. I can't <laughs> wait for next week. Send me your insights and thoughts about our Love Light shows. And, you know, I, I do post a Love Light exercise on my website for each week. Uh, visit my blog page of the website, www.jeanferrisjourney.com. Uh, Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Do all things in love. Fuel your purpose and passion. You know, it stimulates imagination, our dreams, and carries us on the wings of joy. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, your host for Love Light. Remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.